This program has been paid for all or in part by the host, and KSEV is not responsible for its content and or products or services offered. Welcome to Frankly Talking every Friday at 6 p.m. here at 700 a.m. KSEV, the voice of Texas. Like and follow Frank on Facebook.com slash Frankly Talking. Here is your host, Frank Spagnoletti. Hey, 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 it's Friday night and we're back on the air and Mauricio is here and Daisy's here and they're kicking and they're alive and they beat the COVID, okay? <laughs> and so they're doing good, they're doing good and... Uh, we're here today to celebrate that, yet, this week. But, uh, you know, we got a good show for you. We are gonna we got a number of things we want to talk about, and I'm going to tell you how we're going to get into it. Frank, are you on the line or are you not on the line yet? No, Frank's going to call in. Frank from Tennessee at some point. He's having some uh, a, a passing of a person in, this, in their family. So Frank from Tennessee may not be joining right away, but he may join sometime during the show. And Steve... If he does, just put him on, you know. Thank you, my friend. Okay, well, we do have Francis Riley here. So you got Francis Riley and I on Facebook. Hello tonight and welcome and thank you for being on. But these are the things that I want to talk about a little bit tonight, okay? We're going to, I mean, there wasn't a lot of too crazy stuff, too much crazy stuff out of the craziness that we live in happening this week. But there have been some very important things that have happened this week that we need to address. And particularly, these are kind of, some, we're going to talk the first part of the show about some Texas-centered things, and then the second part of the show we may talk about some international things. And in between there, you can give us a call at 281-558-5738 and talk about whatever you want to talk about. So just give us a call. What I want to talk about, I want to go back and pick up where I left off last week. And you know what I'm beginning to think? I'm beginning to think that these national news services are monitoring my show. <laughs> and, and I'm not just kidding. Plagiarist. I'm not, I'm not, they're plagiarists. I think they're all, they all went to the Biden School of Economics, okay? Don't make it, just steal it. And so, and so <laughs> that's a Chinese school. We're well, it's the same school. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> and so what we got going here is... The reason I say that is because, remember I talked about the railroad, and that was the real thing driving the BNSF and, and Warren Buffett and moving oil by rail rather than moving it by pipeline. And all of a sudden this week, that's what they start talking about on the national news. I think I talked about that last Friday. And then a number of different things that we've talked about, uh, including the Patriot Party. I talked about that six or seven months ago, and I told you we don't really need a party. We just need a political group that believes in the basic ideas of America first, the jobs, uh, oil and gas. And I'm not saying we just have to have exclusively oil and gas. We should have a mixture of energy businesses, oil and gas, solar, wind, all of it. All of it makes us strong. So we shouldn't be limiting it, but we shouldn't be excluding it either. We don't like, ex we like some exclusions, but we don't like this kind of exclusion, which is oil and gas exclusion. Why? Because American, this is something I was looking at this week, American independence, energy independence is at risk, is at risk with these Biden orders, which are, I heard one this week that they're thinking about entering, and when they start to thinking about entering it, it means they're going to enter it. And that, that one is that they want to do away with, and I wasn't clear on it, whether it was all pipelines or all new pipeline permits. And, of course, this is all a slippery slope. You do away with all new pipeline permits. 
you do away or you do away with other pipelines now you and then you do away with no refinery permits or you do away with existing refinery permits and all of a sudden we're being strangled and being forced into into a more expensive undeveloped energy structure which benefits who actually well, who it benefits is the russians the chinese and the saudi arabians okay and let me see now the Russians are based on oil. They're a $1.7 trillion economy. The Chinese need oil and coal, and they, do, they import it all. They've been importing coal from Australia, but they're mad at the Australians because the Austra Australians stood up to them during COVID. And then the Saudi Arabians. Now, what, that, what does this mean in terms of America? What it means is it was the small energy companies, the small drillers, the small oil companies, Frank is Frank is on the phone from Tennessee. Are you Frank? Hey, buddy, hey, I'm here. Hey, hello, my friend. Welcome. Um, the small energy companies. These are the companies, just like the small businesses in the United States. It's the small businesses in the United States that are create the jobs. It's the small businesses in the United States that are the backbone of America. It's the people who own those small businesses that give us the values, the everyday values that we call American. And I'm sorry, I don't think it's racist to say it's American to want to own a small business. It's a it's a good thing to want to provide for your family and work for it. That you don't want to be not only not energy dependent on another country. You don't want to be government dependent for any of your energy, for any for your family or anything else. What we don't want is we don't want to be told that we are now going to become dependent because we're going to force you to be dependent. We're going to take away your livelihood. We're going to take away your energy. We're going to take away your right, your various rights to vote, and 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 on and on and on. We're going to take away your right to speak. We're going to take away the right of free speech. We're going to have a domestic terrorist bill, and we're going to have a Gestapo watching what rallies you go to. If you go to talk in a bar, somebody may be listening to you because you said, "Hey, I really like what what Trump used to say about jobs." Ah, you'll be you'll be reported because two things. One, you mentioned the word Trump, which is probably if you mentioned it anywhere on your computer or something, you're going to be flagged. And two, you mentioned jobs, that dirty word jobs. And you know what? It isn't a dirty word to me. And it's not a dirty word to you. And it's not a dirty word to most of America. What do you got to say, Francis? Well, it Robert? is a four letter word to the Democrats. Jobs. It's, this has nothing. To, this has nothing to do with Democrats. Okay. This has to do with the, the, the what I call the. It's not the Democrats. The Democrats and Republicans. It's the people who who are putting a wall up around themselves in Washington. Okay. 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 We'll call it the swamp. I, I, we'll not, call it the swamp. Yeah, I'm not calling out just Democrats because the Republicans and many of them are just as bad. They blow in the wind like weeds. Well, I I, I just Frank, I, I'm you got me stumped on this no pipeline. How do we get the oil from the wellhead to the refinery? How do we do that without a pipeline? We were supposed to carry in a bucket. Rail cars. Rail cars. Okay. 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 And so and so you and, so they, and they're driving past the pipelines that used to. Oh, be? Oh yeah, and they they're not they're not nearly as safe because you got rail cars running up and down the rails, 
and you know when they turn over in any town or whatever, you got a big problem. How many how many pipelines have we actually had, to, uh, you know, explode or actually break that cause pollution and all the rest that they complain about? Not many. You don't hear about it often. There are rail accidents and trucks. Maybe, I mean, I have nothing against trucks. I'm all for the truckers. But 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 the bottom line is. There are certain ways you can move things efficiently. I'm not saying do away with movement of oil by rail, but move it by rail, move it by pipeline, move it by truck. Move it. Move it. That's what I'm saying. So, so we're going to go the inefficient, unsafe, higher cost, impractical way. Of course, because then you'll be more dependent on the government and it yeah. will be more expensive. And who gains from all this, actually? I just told you our enemies. The right? other guys. I am told you about the enemies. What I also who gains from it is... The big oil companies, because the big oil companies, the majority of their reserves are not in the United States, they're overseas. And so what they do is, what it will do is, it will drive up the price of oil, it will drive, some people in Texas might like that if they happen to own oil, but that's, we're few and far between, and God bless them, the ones who do, but, 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 the, but I don't. <laughs> and so you're going to drive up the price of oil. And that will drive up the value of those companies, which will drive up their stock price, which will make them much healthier than they are when you got a lot of small guys competing against them. And it's the small guys that make up this country. It's the small guys that fight the wars. It's the small guys' children who die for the freedom that we want and we will never give up. We're taking a break right now and we're going to a break and we're going to pick up with Frank uh, up in Tennessee. And then we're going to take this call from David after the break. United we stand. AM 700 KSEV, the voice of Texas. Offices located, One Sugar Creek Center, Sugarland, Texas. Have you thought about refinancing your mortgage while rates are still low? It's time to take a serious look and see what you can get. Hi, I'm Kathy with Baker Mortgage. It's not just about the rate or the payment. That alone won't tell you if it's a good deal. That's like shopping only by the APR, and that's not smart either. Your best deal is also not the one in your mailbox. Do you have credit card debt, car payments, or student loans that could be eliminated with a cash-out refinance? It's not only about improving your cash flow, but stopping the bleeding on the other. Bottom line, it's just restructuring in a way that makes sense. If it doesn't make sense, we're going to tell you, just like we've been doing for 60 years. Remember, we want to help you, but we're not going to help you over a cliff. Call us at Baker Mortgage. I promise you'll be glad you did. We're at 281-313-6683. That's 281-313-MOVE or go directly to BakerMortgage.com. Equal housing lender. License 263213. If you're looking to sell or buy a home and in need of the best realtors out there, look no further than the Matthews team at REMAX Legends. Ronnie and Kathy Matthews have instilled in each and every team member their hard work and honest values, and believe me, it's paid off. This incredible team's agents has an average tenure of over 10 years, so it's clear that the Matthews team truly knows the Houston area market and what it takes to get a home sold quickly. They're employee-owned. They care about their clients, and they always go the extra mile to ensure that each sale and purchase is seamless and smooth. The Matthews team are the number one REMAX team in Texas and have been for over 20 years. Call the Matthews team at 281-440-7900 or see for yourself and go online at ronnieandkathy.com. They sell over 900 homes a year and they know every inch of the buying and selling market in the greater Houston area. Call the Matthews team. I chose them as my realtor and you should too. The Matthews team and Remax Legends, your realtor for life. 281-440-7900. That's 281-440-7900. 
Here's farmer and landowner John Prue. We purchased the land about three years ago and there was an old farmstead on there with trees. We were going to clear the land so we could farm through it. We thought we knew where the pipe was, so we didn't call to get it located. The work on our property led to the damage of a light crude pipeline. Fortunately, no one was hurt, but it could have been much worse. Never assume the location or depth of underground lines. Always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com before you start work. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety Campaign. KSEV and its advertisers want to thank you, the listeners, for all your continued support. Without you supporting our advertisers, there would not be a Voice of Texas. We stand behind our clients, and if you're looking to boost and grow your business, join the great team at KSEV and its loyal audience by calling a member of our sales staff at 281-588-4800. That's 281-588-4800. KSEV, loyal listeners and dependable advertisers are the Voice of Texas. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Here we go. Squeeze box. <laughs> Mama's got a squeeze box she wears on her chest. When daddy comes home, he never gets no rest. And she's playing all night. Yeah, Mauricio. Music's all right. Music's all right. Mama's got a squeeze bug and it never sleeps at night. Yeehaw! <laughs> well, the kids don't eat and the dog can sleep. There's no escape from the music in the whole damn street. Cause it's playing all night. And the music's all right. Mama's got a squeeze bug that it never sleeps at night. Yeah. Okay, let's go back. Frank, Frank, Frank from Tennessee. You got any comments on what I was talking about there? Yeah, hey, buddy. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was just listening to the last comment there with your caller, and I do, I do think it's important to uh, point out that this is not about Republicans or Democrats. Uh, this is this is kind of about where we see our future, the future of our country going, and. Uh, me like you and so many people probably listen to your show uh you don't have to go back but maybe one or two generations and we're all from families that were democrats yeah. it's just that the, the democrat party has kind of been hijacked in my opinion i got i still got people in my family that vote democrat sure. and i love them and sure and i don't un, i don't understand why they can't think but what people <laughs> need to well, well, honestly, I I would vote for some of the old time Democrats over some of the new time Republicans. I tell you well, that. Well, yeah, but, but, <laughs> but, but what people really need to look at is what's good for the country. You know, what's good for the country is people who create companies, who create jobs. Everybody can own a company. We all know that. Uh, there's always different people have who have different aspirations of what they want to do in life, but. There's those people that create companies, create jobs, give many other people a means to make a good living, a means to move ahead in their life, raise their kids. And we need to get away from the Republican, Democrat. Exactly. Talk about what talk about what's good for our country. What do we want? Do we want to have a country that is based on capitalism and opportunities for people? Or do we want to be a socialist government where you're dependent on a $600 check or a $300 check or whatever it is that the government decides to send you? And we know through history 
that socialism has never survived. No, it's, no. And and people need to think about that. Like, why would you even want to entertain the type of government that we're slow, so slowly slipping into here? And it, it takes you just a bite at a time, you know. That's what's happening here. Because soci- socialism, at the end of the day, it, it creates the least good for the most numbers— not the greatest good for the greatest numbers like capitalism, but the least good for the most numbers, and it creates the most wealth and the most power at the very top of the food chain who's ever controlling that, and that usually is people that either are the state or create the state. And I'll tell you who, and they're the big-time international globalist companies that don't make anything. They don't make a darn thing. They move information. They give you birds. I'm sorry, Twitter. Uh, they give they give you the they're giving us the bird. That's what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and I mean, this is the kind of thing that that is going on, Frank. Let's take a call from this uh, caller, David. He's been hanging on on, on line one. Uh, let's take line one, Steve. All right. Hey, David. How are you? What are we talking about tonight? Oh, are you, Frank? This is David from San Juan, Puerto Rico. Oh, David from San Juan, Puerto Rico. Welcome, my friend. We love Puerto Rico. I love Puerto Rican rum. Maybe I shouldn't say that. I I really want to see you here. Today was 90 degrees, you know. I was in the sun and the beach, you know. A lot of fun here, so hopefully we can have you here. We're going to come there sometime. Maybe we'll do a show from Puerto Rico. Uh, yes, uh, yes. Oh, that, I, that would be great. I can great. arrange everything. I can arrange everything. Fantastic. Trust so me. tell me what you want to talk about. Listen, I just, just don't want to uh, waste your time, but listen, I just want to know your thoughts, if you have it, or your opinion, because there's a lot of voices here in Puerto Rico Yep. claiming that there's going to be uh, this this uh, new government, this, this new president, will have the status change in Puerto Rico. They want to be a, a state. Yeah, you mean making Puerto I, I Rico a, a state? Yeah, well, I don't know what your thoughts are. I, well, I, I, I learned a lot. My thoughts are this. My thoughts are this, David. I mean, the reason that why this new government wants to make Puerto Rico a state is because they want to get two senators because they they want to basically make it feel that that will help the uh agenda of the of the of the new administration okay they don't give a rat's behind about the puerto ricans okay now if the puerto ricans cared about themselves they they would turn it on them and they'd say yeah we want to be a state and then they'd vote for two two republican or conservative senators or independent senators that would talk about jobs people and infrastructure for your for your island okay they need to have an infrastructure built out there and and you know what it would be the private companies in partnership with the united states uh, that would do that and you don't need to become a state to do that a lot of money's pumped into puerto rico but it's been taken by some of your corrupt government at least i think now you got some kind of republican governor at least you did i don't know what the status is right now but i don't care whether they're republicans or democrats the thing is, Puerto Rico needs to think about what they want to do. Do they want to maintain their independence and a relationship with the United States where the United States helps them? Quite frankly, in a few minutes, I'm going to talk about Texit, which is basically Texas leaving the Union. 
you can join in you can join in place of Texas and you can pay all these bills that they're going to hit us with because Texans are trying to get like you a free island, a free state, a free state where people can do what they want. I wouldn't if I were Puerto Rican, I probably wouldn't vote to become a state in the United States till things calm down a little bit. That's my feeling on that. Thank you for that call. You I go really ahead. appreciate that. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thanks, David. Thanks. Call in again. I love hearing from Puerto Rico. I do love that. <laughs> the reason I love that, my friend, is because if it wasn't for the Hispanic community, uh, we'd probably be talking Chinese right now. <laughs> I can barely learn Spanish, never mind talking Chinese. I know. I mean, I mean the only Chinese I can say is uh, uh, chop suey. Anyway, anyway, let's talk about some more serious subjects, okay? I talked about that oil, uh, that oil, I, I talked a little bit about that oil issue, and I just started to dabble on it. And I talked about American independence. I talked about how Biden's putting us at risk on many levels on that. And what does that do? That's resulted in this uh, a spurring of this of this movement in Texas called Texit, okay? Now, I've got a lot of people that called me in this week and uh, were writing to me on an email and telling me how they believe in that Texas ought to exit, Texas ought to become a free state, Texas ought to do this, and Texas ought to do that, okay? That we ought to become independent of the United States because we don't need to be part of a union that doesn't seem to be a union anymore, seems to be a dictatorship. And I just want to look at something here while I'm talking to you. Yeah. So this, this issue of whether Texas could become separate from the United States has been decided. It's been decided by the United States Supreme Court. There's a case called Texas versus White. Maybe that's a racist comment. I can't say what the name of the case is. Okay. So, so it's, it, it was in, in the U.S. Reporter, 74 U.S. 700. Uh, I like saying that. I learned that in law school. I can say those things. Anyway, the point is, the point is, in that case, it was decided that we can't leave the United States. Texas, Texas can't leave the United States. It all had to do with whether or not Texas was always part of the United States during the Civil War. I'm not going to give you the whole background of it, but they basically said you couldn't. And then you go down and Ant Anton Scalia, in more recent cases, addressed the issue and said you cannot cede from the United States. So people say, well, what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do with all this that we don't believe in? I, I mentioned it before, and people are talking violence. I hear people talking violence. But it's like, that war is not going to be won. Yeah, I mean, I, I know that there's a lot of, lot of people out there that own guns, but you don't own as many guns as the U.S. military, I'll tell you that much. And since they're purging everybody out of there that might be sympathetic to anybody who wanted to, like, cede from the Union— uh, you, 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 you're not going to have, and, and it's not a right thing to do to have violence. That kind of sedition, as they talk about, is not what we do. But what we could do, not follow, not, not follow Black Lives Matter because they're violent, mm -hmm. but follow Martin Luther King because he wasn't violent, and he got his way, and he got his way a peaceful way. And there's a peaceful way to do these things. If we don't like something... Follow the unions. The unions do what? You don't have to be a union member to do it. You just have to, you just have to know how to use, as they say, you, you vote with your feet. And that means you go on strike. Let's say there was a national trucker strike. 
Let's say there was a national strike on all the oil rigs. Let's say there was a national strike on all the people operating the pipelines. Let's say there was a national strike, national strike with the energy, uh, energy industry. Let's say there was a national strike in any business. Let's say there was a national strike on all the bars. No drinking for a month. Or no drinking for two weeks. Ooh. I bet that would change some policies in the U.S. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm making a little joke there, but the point is there are peaceful ways to do it. Gandhi did it in India, and and Martin Luther King did it in the United States. You want to change something? You use the ballot box, and we use peaceful means. Because when you go, when you strike, you're basically striking at the lifeblood of America. Because the lifeblood of America is money. And it's tax money. And when people are on strike and people are not working because they're saying we don't believe in what's going on, money doesn't come into the federal excise tax. Money doesn't come into the government. And then we're voting a different way. There's nothing illegal about it. You don't have to go spend your money on gasoline. Then there's no transportation tax being paid. You don't have to spend your money in a store. Then there's no other taxes being paid. You don't have to do all these things that result in tax money, which keep these states that we, the state with a capital S, running. And that's both uh, state governments of states as well as the mama state, Washington, D.C., which is now encircled. We're going to a break. Frank, if you're still there from Tennessee, hang on. We're going to pick up, an, we'll pick up another call, and then we'll, we'll ask Francis Riley what his opinions are. We call him the great one, like Mark Levine. <laughs> but it's not because of what he says. It's because he's bald. <laughs> anyway, and that's great. We'll pick it up. <laughs> this is Brian Kilmeade. Tune in every weekday morning from 9 to 11 a.m. for the Brian Kilmeade Radio Show on AM 700 KSEV, the voice of Texas. Hi, this is Rona from Skeeter's Auto Service. We are so excited about our new highly effective additives and fuel induction services. They're specially formulated to actually restore that light new drivability to your engine's performance. At Skeeter's Auto Service, we're committed to integrity and devoted to quality. Give us a call, 281-469-1152. Thunderbolt Motors and Transmissions. Thunderbolt's been rebuilding and supercharging engines in Houston for 85 years. And it's the first place I send folks who need an engine overhaul or want to replace their engine or transmission altogether. Thunderbolt tests each engine rebuilt thoroughly to make sure it's running right. Thunderbolt Motors and Transmission is 713-923-8888 or online is tboat.net. 713-923-8888. Thunderbolt Motors and Transmissions. You're driving down the road and suddenly your check engine light comes on. Your mind immediately begins to race. Is this serious? What does this mean? Am I about to break down? Who can I trust to repair this properly without being taken advantage of? Hi, this is Rona from Skeeter's Auto Service, home of the Texas Car Doctor Radio Show, where old-fashioned, unparalleled customer service meets the latest in technology. We're not going to overcharge you or sell you what you don't need. We're not going to keep your car for days on end, and we will always try to give you options that fit your budget. 
My dad always taught us, do the right thing for the right reasons, work hard, and success will always follow. We pride ourselves in doing just that each and every day at Skeeter's Auto Service. Check us out at SkeetersAuto.com, like us on Facebook, or give us a call at 281-469-1152. 1152 America's schools are closing, which can be especially tough on students who struggle with poverty, hunger, and trauma. But communities in schools can help. Our organization puts caring adults inside schools to help vulnerable students stay in school. Now, in the face of crisis, we're working beyond school walls, delivering meals to students, helping them access remote learning, doing whatever it takes to help them succeed. To learn more, visit communitiesinschools.org. Catch Chris X Radio weekdays at 4, right here on AM 700 KSEV. Hunter Biden has a new book coming out in April through Simon & Schuster. Yes, the same publishing group that dropped Republican Josh Hawley's book deal. So a known crackhead philanderer under investigation by the DOJ gets millions in a book deal, but Republicans aren't welcome. Folks, we're only one month into the Biden hole. Chris X Radio, weekdays 4 till 6, right here on The Voice of Texas. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Here we go. When you hear the sound of coming, hear the coming, I want you to join together with the band. We don't move in any particular direction. And we don't make no Join together with the band. Mauricio's rocking tonight, man. You can tell he's feeling better. Oh, yeah. COVID comeback kid. Oh, baby. We're going to call him Superman. Anyway, let's take Paul on line one. Steve, hey, Paul, how are you? Hey, what's happening, brother? I'm good. What would you like to talk about tonight, my friend? Man, we hey, look, we're gonna be here. I got all kind of beer. We're gonna be here for a long time. We're gonna talk about. <laughs> well, man, if we're, if we're gonna if we're gonna be here for a long time. I'm gonna start charging you for this show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wouldn't be my first time, right? Yeah, <laughs> man. What, what what do you want to talk about? Well, I was just thinking. Okay, so you know, like the election outcome, and you know what Trump dealt with while he was in office, and all that. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, yeah. How how he addressed the public and this that and other. You think if he'd done things differently? Maybe the outcome would have been different. I'm not sure. Yeah, okay, well, let, let, me, let, let me talk to you about that, Paul. Stay on the line. Let me talk a few minutes, and we'll ask uh, Francis and uh, and uh, Frank uh, what they think about it. And I'll tell you this. My, my, my straight-up answer to you is I think yeah. Trump could have done some things different, but in hindsight, it's 2020, and it's, it's like me, okay? I have a certain style in the courtroom, and when I get yeah. done with the trial, people say you might have done some things different. I said, but we won. And they say, yeah, but you, you might have done something different. And I say, well, maybe, maybe, maybe. But you, it's hard to change a person who is like a Trump character who basically has, like, it would be like trying to change George Patton when he's, like, marching into Germany. People may not like his right. style. They may not like what he says. But God darn, he got the job done. And that's the thing with Trump. Yeah. Now, may I say this? Putting that, as, <laughs> putting that aside, putting all right. that aside, 
I don't think the outcome of election would have been different because I don't think there was really a fair election. Now, I know I can get into all kinds of trouble these days for saying that. I'm sure that the the, the, the election Nazis are going to show up here and say, you cannot talk about unfair election or fraud, fraudulent voting. Well, I'm not going to talk about it, but what I do say is this, Paul. I don't know the answer to that question. You know why? And I'll, I'll dare anybody to come call me up and show it to me. Nobody has ever seen any of the evidence because all the courts threw the cases out before anybody got to see the evidence. And I don't know, Trump may be full of BS when he says that there was all this voter fraud. But he, what if he's not full of BS? What if there was all this voter fraud? I mean, we don't know the answer to it. And all I was saying and all I've been saying is it really makes me kind of suspicious when somebody won't uh, let me see the, the evidence. They could have just let him have the hearing. The uh, U.S. Supreme Court could have let him put on the evidence and then vote ruled against him. But they stopped all these cases before they ever got going. So my point is, I think that this was a rigged deal. I think that it was planned by China to give us the COVID virus so that it would make let us have mail-in voting. I think that was all orchestrated by globalists. I know I sound like a conspiratorial person, but I'm not. It's not a conspiratorial theory if it's true. Okay? It's not a conspiracy theory if it's true, Paul. And and that's oh, yeah. that's what I got to say about that, my friend. Thank you. I agree with you 100%, my brother. Uh, but I feel like at the end of the day, if Trump, you know, if he was, was bringing forth all this evidence, I think that the Supreme Court and whoever else is involved owe it to the people. That's right. They owe it to the people. Even if Trump... Paul, even if Trump made a fool out of himself, we have a right. That's why we have jury trials, okay? You want to sit on a jury, you say, show me the evidence. If the, if, the, if the plaintiff makes a fool out of himself, you don't give him any money. If it's a personal injury case or if it's a corporate case, you don't give him any money. If the defendants make a fool out of themselves, you hit him for a lot of money, okay? <laughs> and, and, mo- right. and, mo- and most of the times it's the defendants making a fool out of themselves because they can't ever admit that they're wrong. They're always perfect. I'm sorry, the guy's in a wheelchair. He's been there for a long time as a result of an accident. But we didn't do anything wrong. It wasn't our fault. Well, we might have done this. We didn't really. We did something wrong, but it's that wasn't really the cause of why he's in a wheelchair right now. Okay, fine. Pay me. And so the point is, what I'm trying to say is, show me the money. I'm not the money. Show, the evidence. Show me the evidence. I'm sorry. I got confused. Well, I say show me the money too. Okay. Show me the money and show me the evidence. Okay. I was getting my personalities mixed up between lawyer and between lawyer and, and, and commentator here. Paul, I got to go. Thank you, man. Please call me next week. I really enjoyed you calling. And, and I don't have any, I tell you what, I don't have any stakes this week from, uh, cause I haven't talked to, um, uh, my friend, uh, what's his name? Uh, no, no. Dukes. Dukes. I haven't talked my my friend Duke, but, and so I was beginning to forget about him, but he, he wants us to come back on. So if you call me next week, you got stakes, okay, Paul? Thanks. And look, I tell you what, you guys have a good one. I love you and Marcus. And y'all, y'all, y'all be great. Oh, you know, oh, you, oh, this is more, oh, this is this Paul from, uh, from uh, Louisiana? Of course it is. Oh, <laughs> I didn't, I, I didn't know it was Paul from Louisiana. You gotta say that. Hey, you got, you got the uh, Cajun, I, Cajun King, baby. I, oh, man, I love Paul from Louisiana. And you know, you, you love, you love Marcus and I because. I think we've done you right on some case, but we don't need to talk about that now. But I'm going to, Paul, I'm going to bring you over here with Ted, 
and 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 I'm going to put you on the show so you can talk this stuff. We can have a discussion at night. All right, my friend. Awesome. That sounds great. I look forward to it. Welcome back to America. I know you were working. I know you were working overseas. Take care, buddy. You too. Bye. Uh, let's take Adele on line one. Hi, Frank. Hey, Adele. Hey, Frank. I have a question. Why why can't you extend to two hours? One hour is, an, is not enough. <laughs> oh, well, you, I appreciate that. You love us so much. You want it for two hours. But I, yes, I, I do. I probably you can. Know what, you know what I love? I love that you're an attorney and you know the ins and outs. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're an attorney and you don't know the ins and outs. Well, I like attorneys who don't well, know the Well, you know what? I, when the kabuki, what was it? The kabuki dance? Yeah, the, the, the kabuki <laughs> dance. Yeah. Well, well, my question is, now that they ousted... Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah. What does she sit, do there? What does she do now? Does she just sit there all day and twiddle her thumbs? The poor lady. Well, I mean, I mean, the truth is that I read something that she uh, she stated after that happened to her, and she basically said, "I feel like I'm free. I've been liberated." How much better mm-hmm. is it that she sits there and she can still vote on things, but she doesn't have to sit there and be humiliated in committees where they're coming up with all this garbage? Garbage like that they come up with where they want to do away with the pledge, um, do away with the national anthem they, that we've known and we've grown up with, and that, things like this. I mean, these ridiculous kind of programs do away with saying America first. That's 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 a racist statement. Saying America first, that, that's not racist at all. That I mean, America first. Heck, every black, yellow, red person that I know. They love America. They believe in America first, and they work hard to preserve America. Hey, it's mostly the white people now these days that aren't working much and sitting on their butts hey, and hey, making Frank. apologies. Hey, Frank. Go ahead. Yeah. Frank, she, she did not do twice or ten times as bad as this Swalwell guy. Yeah. <laughs> he, slept with, he slept with the enemy. Yeah, sleeping That's with right. the enemy. That, 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 he slept with the enemy and, and not only slept with the enemy, he was doing other things he, there with the yeah, enemy. Yeah, he, he probably gave her secrets and, on the pillow talk. Oh, absolutely. I mean, what do you think she was coming there for? That's uh, it's known in the spy business as the honeypot, and, okay? And I have one more. Liz Cheney. Uh. Liz Cheney. She wants to run for the presidency. That was on a, well, that's, that's when I'm going to move to Puerto Rico if there's still a free a free island, okay? No, that's when we move back. But I'm telling you, you know, I don't understand why we can't out or, or you know do the same thing to them, like Chuck, Chucky Schumer, you know, uh, the way he the way he the did horror the, movie the two the two uh, police. I mean, the two uh, justices. Supreme Court. Yeah, right, right. The way he threatened uh, them. Oh, yeah, no, no. You know, no. I don't understand why they don't turn around and they sit on top of them. Because, Pelosi, be, be, because Pelosi, be, when she invited everybody to go to the restaurant, right, because, knowing that COVID t- was going on. I'll tell you why, Adele. Because the Republicans basically uh, don't didn't like Trump under any circumstances. They didn't like anybody who's a Trump supporter. They don't like the people that have been elected that are Trump supporters. And so the Republicans, their leadership, except in the House, there's some people that are that are standing up and talking, like uh, Gates and some others. Crenshaw. And, uh, well, well, Crenshaw sometimes. It's okay. Guess what's going to uh, happen? Yeah. We're going to meet them at the polls, and we're going to get their little mm out of out of. Office. Well, uh, we'll see what happens. As long as they keep the voting straight, we'll do that. Let's go. Uh, uh, Frank from Tennessee, uh, what do you got to say about any of these callers and thoughts? 
Okay, Frank's off. All right, let's take uh, Mike on line four. Yeah, good evening. Here's the thing about the uh, the election fraud and the case that uh, Mr. Trump made or tried to make. Is yeah. That, you know, when you're talking about the evidence and the courts not letting the evidence be seen, it, my understanding, now correct me if I'm wrong, but my understanding is that the Trump legal team would when most of these cases, if not all of these cases, would go would appear at court. They would. Uh, now you're a lawyer. You know the the court system in the U.S. is an adversarial system where you bring a case against someone. That's right. Uh, an individual, or I guess it could be a a, sec, um, um, a department or a, a corporation department. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So my understanding was they appeared at these courts. They did not make a claim against individuals or departments of state or so on. And they did not really present evidence in, in that case. They, they appeared at the courts and they said, well, you know, uh, such claim happened and, and so on. And then kind of put it in the, in the lap of the court for the judge and ask them to carry their case for them. No, and let me let me let me let me explain it a little bit for you. I mean, I mean, I hear where you're coming from, and I hear what you're saying, but what was really happening is what courts do a hell <clears throat> hell of a lot. Uh, and basically, what they do is they they went in there and they said, "This is our case. This is the preliminary. This is what we're complaining about. That's what the lawsuit is. Is you file your complaint or petition, and then the court takes it up." And then they look at it and they say, this is what we know or what we think we know, our allegations and our complaint. But we would like to go see the votes. We'd like to see the count of the votes. We'd like to go see, examine the voting machines, all the rest of it. And these courts, these courts did not allow them to do it. They basically said, you don't have standing to do it. You're the wrong party to bring it. You brought the case too late because you should have made a challenge to the voting machines before the election, not after the election. Well, I want to know this, my friend. I would sure like to be able to bring a lawsuit before I got any damages because that way I could get going fast. But 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 I don't know. I got five people in the room here. I can bring lawsuits for all of them and then figure out what their lawsuit was when they finally got hurt by something. Then I would have clients on the, on the line. But, you know, you can't bring a lawsuit until you have a hurt, either a breach of contract or a, a, a physical damage or whatever. Uh, it, it, it's that. After the election was the only time they could bring it. And then they had a short period of time to do it. And the court's were tied up. The courts were tied up with, with, with dismissing the cases. The U.S. Supreme Court dismissed the case on a very nice term called standing. And you know what I say about that? I say they were all sitting. They weren't standing up. They, they were hiding and sitting. They weren't willing to stand up because they were afraid of what would happen in the streets. And by them not by them not standing up, which is what the Supreme Court's supposed to do, they had the opportunity to do it, and all they had to do was take the case and then make the inquiry, or even this, get, let's get out of the courts. They could have, even in Congress, which is what Trump was asking for there when they had the, on January 6th when they were taking the electoral votes, he was only asking Pence to delay it for 10 days while the state legislatures determined if they had fraud in their states, and many of them thought they did. 
and Pence wouldn't do it. He and that's all he was asking for. He wasn't asking Pence to strike the legislators and do and recount and take another slate of legislators. He was saying go back with the state legislatures because it was right after the first of the year. Many of them were coming back to be seated and they wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it. This was all rigged to get rid of Donald Trump. Now look, everybody says you're a Trump guy. I said I'm not a Trump guy. I believe in the principles that this man was advocating. Okay, it okay. could be it could be you, my friend, if you advocated for the people uh, in terms of jobs, uh, economy, uh, protect America, make America strong, stop our enemies, stop China from trying to take over the world. If you advocated for those things, I'd vote for you for president. It doesn't have to be Trump. Uh, okay. Anyway. So, so can I? Can I say? Can I say something in response? Sure. Um, what I understood from you is that the president's legal team, the former president's legal team, went to the courts and basically tried to make an appeal to the courts to allow them to go in and investigate and find evidence. That's called so discovery. Have, it's the discovery, exactly. That's so pa- that's have- part of our legal process. Yeah, they had a, they had every time you bring a lawsuit, my friend. Like if I bring a lawsuit, you tell me, hey, I've been I've been out here and I got run over by this truck here. He hit me, you know, he hit my car, he ran me over. Well, right. you're you're telling me that you say you t- say to me, you say, what's the truck's fault? Look, I got damaged in my car and I got, I'm all busted up. And I say, well, that's fine. Right. I go into court and I say, hey, I, I got I, I think that this truck hit my my client. And I also think that he, his brakes were no good. I also think that he was drinking. I also think right. that he was driving too many hours. And I want to go be able to do discovery to find out whether that truck had faulty brakes and whether or not he was drinking and what the meters on the truck says about his speed. I, That's, I understand. Well, yeah. so, so I understand. So in this case, they went into the court and they said, I didn't get hit by a truck, but I lost an election. I, lo- I, the, I lost an election. I lost an election. I don't have the evidence, but I want to go try to find the evidence. No. That's fine. That's fair. That's fair. Wait, 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 wait. I think they said, hey, look at this video. It looks like they got, they got, this is, I'm just talking about Georgia now. Hey, look at this video. It looks like they're counting votes after the time. And it, this is weird that they got them stuck under these tables. And by the way, we got more voters in, in, uh, in Michigan than there are voters. We got more votes so cast than there are voters. So, so I that mean, video, yeah. that video in Georgia, uh, Mr. Giuliani appeared there with uh, at the state officials and showed him the video. He started like in the middle of the video. If you start at the beginning of the video, what the people, what the election workers were doing was packing the boats the, in uh, official boxes, locking them and sealing them okay. for the night, and put it, and they store them under the table. Now. After they did that, they told you they, they were you know that night they were told you know what you guys can't go home for tonight. We want you to work through the night and continue counting votes. Okay. So they took those boxes. That's when Giuliani's video started. Instead of from the beginning, they took the boxes okay. out according to procedure. You might the you, and started counting. You so might you might be you might be right. But what I'm telling you is we should have had a public national hearing on all of this so that the country had confidence that what the vote really happened. One side saying one thing, the other saying the other. The we the people never got to see it put out in front of us so we could look at it and say, that's right, Trump did not get the votes. You know, that's right. It was all under it was all under the table. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, my friend.
Take care. I'll call me next week. I'll take Rusty after this break. We're coming up to the end of the show. The Voice of Texas, AM 700, KSEV. Hey, this is Kevin O'Hara with O'Hara and Company Real Estate. At O'Hara, frankly, my dear, we do give a damn about our first responders and veterans. In fact, y'all aren't gone with the wind. We have teamed up with Go Financial Services to give you special incentives. So give us a call at 281-373-3393 or look us up on the web at O'HaraRE.com. Gold Financial Services, 15855 Newski Road, Cypress, Texas. As a DBA of AppCap Mortgage LTD, MNLS 129122, an equal housing lender. Our veterans risked it all to protect our freedoms. And now, as we all fight the coronavirus, vulnerable veterans have little or no contact with their family or hospital volunteers and staff. Learn how you can help an isolated or sick veteran at HealVets.org. Help Heal Veterans with the support of citizens like you creates, manufactures, and distributes therapeutic art and crafts projects for our veterans and military at no charge to them. HealVets.org. This message is furnished by Help Heal Veterans. Beautiful and healthy trees increase your property value, but sick, ugly trees will decrease the value of your home. That's why I recommend you call Ability Tree Experts at 281-441-4179. They're the experts caring for the beautiful and valuable trees on your property that you can replace should be done by experts. And the experts I use, it's very clear, it's Ability Tree Experts and Lewis Flory, my friend, for over 30 years. Gosh, this guy is the pro when it comes to taking care of trees well-fed and pruned tree will be less susceptible to wind damage and uprooting. You know, pruning is important for the health of your trees and allows the sun and fresh air into the canopy. Trees can be in distress several months without showing any signs. So don't wait to protect your investment. Call Lewis Flory now at 281-441-4179, 281-441-4179, or visit their website at abilitytrees.com. Right now, receive a deep root feeding with every tree pruned. That's Ability Tree Experts. Ability Tree. Houston's leading tree care professional. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Uh-oh. I got my, yeah, my yeah, bear yeah. and my horses. Yeah. That just is one thing you can always find. You got to settle up your horse. You got to draw a hard line. Smoke settles, we'll see a victory tune, and they'll all be back at the local saloon. We'll raise up our glasses against evil forces, and whiskey for my men, beer for my horses. For my men, beer for my horses. Horses. <laughs> oh. Francis, Francis. Anyway, what I was talking about on Facebook before we went to the break was, I'm going to talk about it real quick. Here's the Uyghurs. This, I, I just said on Facebook, this is a horrible thing that's going on. I don't understand how the United States of America can, doesn't stand up and say, we're not doing business with you anymore, China. I, any, any American company that's doing business there needs to get out. These people are, have, are being, a genocide is being committed against them. And you got to stop that activity or you're not going to be able to import goods into the United States of America. You, you cannot, we cannot help to support a country that is systematically uh, committing genocide against that population and systematically committing atrocities against their 
men, women, and children, including rapes and sterilization. It's a horrible thing. I can't even believe that we, we, we ignore this. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost as if the way the Europeans uh, ignored the concentration camps in Europe. But these are happening now in the 21st century, and we again are ignoring it. Do we have to have a full-blown war or a full-blown invasion before we stand up and stop it? Or are we just so hooked on, on the fentanyl of money that we can't even see the lack of morality in who we're doing business with? What do you have to say about any of that, Well, Francis Riley? <laughs> you know, Frank, it, it is, is absolutely horrific. You know, Pompeo, he, he, he deemed them uh, uh, crimes against humanity. Right. And then he passed the I'm torch. I'm sure Biden will sign an executive order. Well, I was going to say that, you know, it was one of the things he did in his last week. When Pompeo was still in, he'll so, probably give uh, him the, ask for them to be at the but, Nobel but we, Peace you know, Prize. But Biden's been in for two weeks and hadn't done anything with it, yeah. and, and, and we've we've and seen Pope these, Francis will probably canonize the Chinese because he needs some more money. Yeah, well, for that's the another thing. Museum. Where, where, where are the churches in the in the, in in speaking out? You know, you mentioned you mentioned <laughs> the concentration camps. We had the same thing with the Armenians over in Turkey, and. I think as as well, you were telling me something about the Uyghurs in Turkey when before we came oh yeah here. now now that the, the Chinese are going into Turkey and saying to to the Turkish government you, the Uyghur population you have them we we think that they're terrorists terrorist cells against our country and we want to have you uh, put them in jail and we want to want to detain them and we want them to lose their job and we want to continue to persecute them in Turkey yeah well let me just say this pretty soon my friend they're going to be saying that. We, got, we sitting in this studio are terrorists because we're speaking freely about what we think ought to go on in the country because they're already talking about purging the country, purging the military ranks. How about that, Francis? They're talking about standing down our military so that they can have a purge. You want to see a purge? Where do we stop driving our cars and trucks and building your roads and building and moving your oil? And where do you see when we just shut down the country because you're trying to purge our beliefs? And the beliefs were the core values of this country, and we're not giving them up. All I can say about that, Frankie, is there was 56 domestic terrorists who signed the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> and that's what the Tea Party was about. And I have no problem, you know, being that type of domestic terrorist. We ain't going back. We ain't going back to King George. I'll tell you that much. Or King Joe. No, 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 no. And King Joe thinks he's King Joe the Third. King Joe the Third.